The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Merry Christmas and good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, December 27, 2021, the third day of Christmas. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Feast of St. John, Apostle and Evangelist. Born about 6 AD, John's own gospel refers to him as the disciple whom Jesus loved the one who reclined next to Jesus at the Last Supper, and the one to whom Jesus gave the exquisite honor of caring for his mother as John stood beside the cross. The Apostle John is traditionally considered the author also of three New Testament letters and the book of Revelation. His gospel is a very personal account. He sees the glorious and divine Jesus already in the incidents of his mortal life. At the Last Supper, John's Jesus speaks as if he were already in heaven. John's is the gospel of Jesus' glory. John was the last disciple to die. The year was about 100 A.D. St. John, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us, let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for catechists summoned to announce the word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Nicknames are funny things, or perhaps annoying things if you've been given one you don't like. At school, for example, it's very typical, isn't it, for school children to give their teachers nicknames, which are not always that complimentary. I remember in my school, some of the nicknames were Maggot and Baldy and they were amongst the most polite. There's all sorts of nicknames over history. I came across one, uh, a nickname for a duchess who was known as Queen of the Bees. She was a rather nasty character apparently, but um, in her contempt for noble orders, she, in she invented this Order of the Bees just to show what she thought of such orders. The great Charles de Gaulle was known by his colleagues as a young cadet, as the great asparagus, apparently due to his height and thinness. Louis XVI was known as Universal Spider because he was always spinning treaties and breaking them. 
looked up a website about possible nicknames. Now, if you're a man, here are some of the nicknames you could choose for yourself. This sounds quite exciting. You could call yourself 3D Waffle, 57 Pixels, Papa Smurf, Beetle King, Junkyard Dog, Pepperlex. If you're a woman, you could perhaps call yourself as a nickname Chicken Wing, Ice Pop, Principessa, Tutti Fruity, or Wonder Woman. These are selections of some 500 possible nicknames for both sexes. Um, well, there you go, something to choose from. You could also choose other names if you want. If you feel that you're a very calm person, you could call yourself Decaf. If you think that you're very bright and bring positive energy into a room, you could call yourself Sunshine if you want to invent your own nickname. There's also been some great nicknames in the church. So, for example, the great father of the church um, and great preacher, St. John Chrysostom, was called Chrysostom, which means golden-tongued because of his eloquence. In history, well, there's the great English king, uh, Richard Coeur de Lyon, Richard the Lionheart, known for his bravery in battle. And so why am I telling you about uh, nicknames? Well, because of today's feast, the Feast of John the Apostle. And this reminds us how, first of all, that life with you, Lord Jesus, was never boring. We mustn't think that. It would have been such fun to be with you. And even amongst the apostles around you, yes, they had great respect for you, but there would have been a lot of batter, banter, a lot of teasing. And this was where we come to the nickname, because St. John the Evangelist had a nickname. He and his brother had wanted to bring down thunder and lightning to destroy, burn up a Samaritan village that had refused to receive Christ. You, Jesus, you'd rebuke them for their bigotry and their lack of mercy. They were full of that Jewish prejudice against the Samaritans. But that earned them a nickname amongst the other disciples. They were known as Boanerges, sons of thunder. Perhaps a modern equivalent of that might be something like Thunderboys or Lightning Brothers. It's surprising that this bigot who wanted to destroy the Samaritans is the disciple who, in his gospel and epistles, most focuses on love of Christ and neighbour. It's in his gospel that we find the new commandment. You, Lord, telling us, love one another as I have loved you. It's St. John who records that. And there's a tremendous stress of, on love of neighbour in the epistles. St. John tells us that we can't love God whom we don't see if we don't love the neighbour whom we do. There's even an ancient tradition that when he was old, he lived to a very old age um, and had to be carried around. Um, he'd just repeat, love one another, love one another. And when they asked him why he repeated this so often, he would answer simply, it was the commandment of the Lord. And if we do that, that's enough. Lord God, we see how your grace transforms. You transform this bigoted hothead into a man of love. Friend, this is very encouraging for you and me as we do our prayer, talking to Jesus. If you're a parent, it's encouraging to think that that hot-headed son or daughter of yours could, through the work of grace, become a man or woman of love. Or if you yourself are a young hothead, well, that is 
again, very encouraging because it teaches us that by contact with Christ, we can be changed. Yes, you, St. John, great apostle, you spent these years with Christ. You were at his sight. And that's what changed you, little by little. You had ended up being the disciple whom Jesus loved. We, we read that about you, the beloved disciple. You're the one who placed your head against the breast of Christ at the Last Supper. You are the one who had the courage to find your own way to the foot of the cross when all the other disciples ran away. And then you, after the resurrection, are the one who, at that miracle by the Sea of Tiberias, by the Lake, um, lake of Galilee, you, when you notice it was Jesus, when Jesus did that miraculous catch of fish, made the 153 fish appear in the water. You are the one who said, it is the Lord, because love notices, love pays attention. Isn't it curious that today's feast is today, so close to Christmas? It doesn't seem a particularly Christmas feast. The feast of the beloved disciple, the apostle, the evangelist, yes, but what link does he have with the birth of Christ? Unlike the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, he doesn't even give an account of your birth, Lord Jesus. And I think the answer, the answer to my question is simply one word, love. That's what makes his feast close to the birth of Christ, because your birth, Jesus, is all about love. On the 26th, we celebrate, we celebrated yesterday, didn't we? The feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr, the first to die for love of you, Jesus. And now today, two days after Christmas, it's the feast of St. John, the disciple loved by Christ and who loved you. And this tells us what Christmas is all about. It's all about the love of God. That is what is fundamental about Christmas. God so loved the world that he took on flesh to save us. God's love for us. And we can be close to him, even as it were chronologically, by loving him back. That's what we learn from yesterday's feast, St. Stephen, and from today's feast of St. John. Why does a church in her wisdom put this feast so close? For love, have I said, but maybe it's also to encourage us because we've been spending these Christmas days, perhaps we made a bit of an effort on Christmas Day to be kind and loving to each other, but maybe in our families, in our communities, we're getting a bit tired of each other. Our love is flagging. The first irritations are beginning to show. Well, let's ask St. John, the apostle of love, to renew our love. Yes, glorious St. John, we ask for a share of your love, that love which brought you to the cross, that gave you the courage to stand by the cross, helped by Our Lady, when all the other disciples had run away. It is love which helps us to overcome all difficulties. It is love which helps us, as it were, to embrace the cross, even to embrace the cross of family frictions. We think these days naturally of the birth of Christ, but surprisingly, today's gospel shows us St. John running to the tomb. So great is his love, and also no doubt because of his youth, he outruns Peter. He outruns Peter to get to the tomb first, although then allows Peter enter before him respecting the authority of the apostle the prince of the apostles holy john young apostle because you'll always be young for your love may we like you run to the tomb may we too have 
the speed, the agility of youth, no matter what our age is, that speed, that agility, which is given by love. For even now, as we celebrate Christ's birth, we look forward to his resurrection. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. We'll pray the hour is next on Daybreak. It's the Feast of St. John, the Apostle and Evangelist. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Time to begin the liturgical day now as we join with the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia! 
Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. John gave testimony to the Word of God. He gave witness to Jesus Christ, whom he had seen. John gave testimony to the Word of God. He gave witness to Jesus Christ, whom he had seen. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard. Yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. John gave testimony to the Word of God. He gave witness to Jesus Christ, whom he had seen. This is the disciple whom Jesus loved. This is the disciple whom Jesus loved. Hear my voice, O God, as I complain. Guard my life from the dread of the foe. Hide me from the band of the wicked, from the throng of those who do evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords. They aim bitter words like arrows to shoot at the innocent from ambush, shooting suddenly and recklessly. They scheme their evil course. They conspire to lay secret snares. They say, who will see us? Who can search out our crimes? He will search who searches the mind and knows the depths of the heart. God has shot them with his arrow and dealt them sudden wounds. Their own tongue has brought them to ruin, and all who see them mock. Then will all men fear. They will tell what God has done. They will understand God's deeds. The just will rejoice in the Lord and fly to him for refuge. All the upright hearts will glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. 
This is the disciple whom Jesus loved. At the Last Supper, John reclined close to the Lord. Bless that apostle to whom the mysteries of heaven were revealed. At the Last last Supper, John reclined close to the Lord. Bless that that apostle to whom whom the mysteries of heaven were revealed. The Lord is king, the peoples tremble. He is throned on the cherubim, the earth quakes. The Lord is great in Zion. He is supreme over all the peoples. Let them praise his name, so terrible and great. He is holy, full of power. You are a king who loves what is right. You have established equity, justice, and right. You have established them in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow down before Zion, his footstool. He, the Lord, is holy. Among his priests were Aaron and Moses. Among those who invoked his name was Samuel. They invoked the Lord, and he answered. To them he spoke in a pillar of cloud. They did his will. They kept the law which he, the Lord, had given. O Lord our God, you answered them. For them you were a God who forgives, yet you punished all their offenses. Exalt the Lord our God, bow down before his holy mountain, for the Lord our God is holy. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. At the Last last Supper, John reclined close to the Lord. Bless that apostle to whom the mysteries of heaven were revealed. They proclaimed the Lord's praises, told of his power to save, and of the wonders he had worked. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle John. This is what we proclaim to you, what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked upon and our hands have touched. We speak the word of life. This life became visible. We have seen and bear witness to it. And we proclaim to you the eternal life that was present to the Father and became visible to us. What we have seen and heard, we proclaim in turn to you, so that you may share life with us. This fellowship of ours is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Indeed, our purpose in writing you this is that our joy may be complete. Here, then, is the message we have heard from him and announce to you that God is light. In him there is no darkness. If we say we have fellowship with him while continuing to walk in darkness, we are liars and do not act in truth. But if we walk in light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of his Son Jesus cleanses us from all sin. If we say 
we are free of the guilt of sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not to be found in us. But if we acknowledge our sins, he who is just can be trusted to forgive our sins and cleanse us from every wrong. If we say we have never sinned, we make him a liar, and his word finds no place in us. My little ones, I am writing this to keep you from sin. But if anyone should sin, we have, in the presence of the Father, Jesus Christ, an intercessor who is just. He is an offering for our sins, and not for our sins only, but for those of the whole world. The way we can be sure of our knowledge of him is to keep his commandments. The word of the Lord. We proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and has been revealed to us. We write of this that you may rejoice. And and your joy joy may be be full. These things have been written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and believing you may have life in his name. And and that that your your joy joy may be full. From the Tractatus on the First Letter of John by St. Augustine. Our message is the word of life. We announce what existed from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our own eyes, what we have touched with our own hands. Who could touch the word with his hands unless the word was made flesh and lived among us? Now this word whose flesh was so real that he could be touched by human hands began to be flesh in the Virgin Mary's womb. But he did not begin to exist at that moment. We know this from what John says, what existed from the beginning. Notice how John's letter bears witness to his gospel, which you just heard a moment ago. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Someone might interpret the phrase, the Word of Life, to mean a word about Christ, rather than Christ's body itself, which was touched by human hands. But consider what comes next and life itself was revealed. Christ, therefore, is himself the word of life. And how was this life revealed? It existed from the beginning, but was not revealed to men, only to angels who looked upon it and feasted upon it as their own spiritual bread. But what does Scripture say? Mankind ate the bread of angels. Life itself was therefore revealed in the flesh. In this way, what was visible to the heart alone could become visible also to the eye, and so heal men's hearts. For the word is visible to the heart alone, while flesh is visible to bodily eyes as well. We already possessed the means to see the flesh, but we had no means of seeing the word. The word was made flesh so that we could see it, to heal the part of us by which we could see the word. John continues, And we are witnesses, and we proclaim to you that eternal life, which was with the Father, has been revealed among us. One might say more simply, revealed to us. We proclaim to you what we have heard and seen. Make sure that you grasp the meaning of these words. 
the disciples saw our Lord in the flesh, face to face. They heard the words he spoke, and in turn they proclaimed the message to us. So we also have heard, although we have not seen. Are we then less favored than those who both saw and heard? If that were so, why should John add, so that you too may have fellowship with us? They saw, and we have not seen, yet we have fellowship with them, because we and they share the same faith. And our fellowship is with God the Father and Jesus Christ his Son. And we write this to you to make your joy complete, complete in that fellowship, in that love, and in that unity. At the Last Supper, John reclined close to the Lord. Bless Bless that that apostle apostle to whom the the mysteries mysteries of heaven heaven were revealed. revealed. He drank from the streams of living water, which flowed from the heart of the Lord. Bless Bless that that apostle apostle to whom whom the mysteries of heaven were revealed. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Through all the world the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood And bring us with your saints To glory everlasting Let us pray. 
O God, who through the blessed Apostle John have unlocked for us the secrets of your word, grant, we pray, that we may grasp with proper understanding what he has so marvelously brought to our ears. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, and we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God, and we'll pray morning prayer on Daybreak. On the Feast of the Apostle John, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, John arrives at the empty tomb from the 20th chapter of the Gospel of John. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one whom Jesus loved. They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter then came out with the other disciple, and they went toward the tomb. They both ran. But the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen cloths lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen cloths lying, and the napkin which had been on his head, not lying with the linen cloths, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, other than proclaiming the good news to all creation, perhaps the greatest task which John was given was to care for Mary, the Lord's mother. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. St. John, the beloved disciple, reclined close to the Lord at the Last Supper. Secrets of heaven were revealed to him, and he proclaimed the message of eternal life throughout the world. Our Lord showed St. John, together with Peter, special marks of friendship and confidence. The evangelist refers to himself discreetly as the disciple whom Jesus loved. He lets us know that Jesus had a special affection for him. Thus he has recorded that at the solemn moment during the Last Supper when Jesus announced that one of the twelve was going to betray him, he didn't hesitate to ask the Lord, leaning against his breast, who it was who would be the traitor. Our Lord's supreme expression of confidence in the beloved disciple took place when from the cross he entrusted to him the greatest love that he had on earth, his most holy mother. If the most outstanding moment in John's life was that in which Jesus called him to leave all things and follow him, there on Calvary he received a more refined and intimate charge, that of caring for the mother of God. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing near, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. 
to John as to no one else, Our Lady could talk about all those things which she kept in her heart. Today, on his feast, let us look at the disciple whom Jesus loved with a holy envy for the immense gift which the Lord bestowed on him. And at the same time, we have to thank him for the care which he took of her until the end of her days here on earth. All Christians, represented by John, have become Mary's children. We have to learn from St. John to treat her with trustful confidence. He, the disciple whom Jesus loved, brought Mary into his home, into his life. Spiritual writers have seen these words of the gospel as an invitation to all Christians to bring Mary into their lives. Mary certainly wants us to invoke her, to approach her confidently, to appeal to her as our mother, asking her to show that you are our mother. We can also imagine the enormous influence which Our Lady must have had on the soul of the young apostle. We can get a more adequate idea of it by remembering those periods in our life. Perhaps the present is one of them when we ourselves have turned to the Mother of God and had a specially close relationship with her. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we continue praying. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. the apostle and evangelist, a virgin chosen by the Lord, was loved by the Lord above the others. John, John, the the apostle apostle and evangelist, a virgin chosen by the Lord, was loved by the Lord above the others. 
O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. John, the Apostle and Evangelist, a virgin chosen by the Lord, was loved by the Lord above the others. To the Virgin John, Christ, dying on the cross, entrusted his virgin mother. To the the Virgin Virgin John, Christ, dying on the cross, entrusted his virgin mother. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, Bless the Lord. Praise and exalt Him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt Him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, 
in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. To the Virgin John, Christ, dying on the cross, entrusted his virgin mother. The disciple whom Jesus loved cried out, It is the Lord. Alleluia. The The disciple disciple whom Jesus loved cried out, It is the Lord. Alleluia. Sing a new song to the Lord, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory. Shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand. To deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples. To bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron. To carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. The The disciple whom Jesus loved cried out, It is the Lord. Alleluia. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter and John answered, Judge for yourselves whether it is right in God's sight for us to obey you rather than God. Surely we cannot help speaking of what we have heard and seen. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. You have made them rulers over all the earth. You You have have made made them rulers over over all the the earth. They will always remember your name, O Lord, over over all all the the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. You You have have made made them rulers over all the earth. The Word was made flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our lives. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness 
and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Word was made flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory. My brothers, we build on the foundation of the Apostles. Let us pray to our Almighty Father for His holy people and say, Be Be mindful of your church, O Lord. Father, you wanted your Son to be seen first by the Apostles after the resurrection from the dead. We ask you to make us His witnesses to the farthest corners of the earth. Be Be mindful mindful of of your church, O Lord. You sent your Son to preach the good news to the poor. Help us to preach this gospel to every creature. Be mindful of your church, O Lord. You sent your Son to sow the seed of an ending life. Grant that we who work at sowing the seed may share the joy of the harvest. Be mindful of your church, O Lord. You sent your Son to reconcile all men to you through his blood. Help us all to work toward achieving this reconciliation. Be mindful of your church, O Lord. We pattern our prayer on the prayer of Christ our Lord and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as As we we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who through the blessed Apostle John have unlocked for us the secrets of your word, grant, we pray, that we may grasp with proper understanding what he has so marvelously brought to our ears. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Hey, Christmas continues through the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord, so don't be afraid to say it. Merry Christmas. Morning Air is coming up next with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I will see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.